welcome back to another episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. Firstly, just want to say a massive thank you for seeing more reviews and ratings coming in. You guys, friggin' awesome. Um, thank you so much for valuing the content and spreading the word. Um, and it's probably why I'm back so soon to do another one. Also, for those who have listened and taken value and dropped me some messages and stuff relating to my new podcast, the um, Human Behaviour, Psychology and Mental Health with Ads Fitness, thank you very much as well. And if you're yet to check that one out, please do so. It's available um, on all preferred podcasting hosts. So. Let's get on with this episode. Slightly different to the last one in that the passage is now quite a long one. However, I will keep it um, or try to at least keep it to a similar sort of length in the structure of the episode. It is something I could talk on for hours because it's actually something that references a number of different points that we've mainly covered in other shows, but um, relates to that sort of control of your mind and living life in accordance with nature as well. But first, here is the passage. This is book two, passage 16. The soul of a man harms itself first and foremost when it becomes a separate growth, a sort of tumour on the universe, because to resent anything that happens is to separate oneself in revolt from nature, which holds in collective embrace the particular natures of all other things. Secondly, when it turns away from another human being, or is even carried so far in opposition as to intend him harm. Such is the case in the souls of those gripped by anger. A soul harms itself, thirdly, when it gives into pleasure or pain. Fourthly, whenever it dissimulates, doing or saying anything feigned or false. Fifthly, whenever it fails to direct any of its own actions or impulses to a goal, but acts at random, without conscious attention, whereas even the most trivial action should be undertaken in reference to the end. And the end for rational creatures is to follow the reason and the rule of that most venerable archetype of a governing state, the universe. Okay, quite a bit to work through, but it does revolve around that main point of the soul. Okay, so when Marx is talking about the soul of a man harming itself, and becoming like a tumour, therefore, to nature or to the universe, what he's actually implying here is that if we are harbouring anything like sort of resentful, anger, um, any sort of doubts or dislikes within our soul, and we're letting that fester, those kind of resentments are effectively resentments against nature. Because everything that is around us functions in accordance with nature. Now, I've talked before about how there is so much, of course, that is a construct of the human imagination. That's not to say that those constructs, our point in evolution is perfect. That's the point of life, progress. You know, if you consider what's around us now compared to a thousand years ago, thousand years before, whilst there may be some things like perhaps, you know, some moral issues and what have you, where we may have even stepped backwards, Sometimes progress is two steps forward, one step backward. But in the whole, nature is running its course. And that course is seeing progress of humanity throughout. Now, therefore, if we despise anything, a bit like a jigsaw puzzle, if we take one piece away, the rest fall down. 
So most of those good things that, that you see in the world or see in your life, they're often the result of some bad experiences too, or some bad times for humanity. Um, order comes out of chaos. So therefore, everything in nature, whether it's initially perceived as good or bad, is effectively perfect the way it is. And to perceive things, as I've touched on before, um, from a perspective that is biased towards good or bad, we are like eliminating other perceptions. If we look from another perspective, we will see the good to the bad and the bad to the good because everything is in a perfect balance. And Marx's second point there is yeah, obviously related, but to turn away from another human being or even to sort of intend them harm or carry anger towards them. Really, in doing so, we're harming our own soul. Firstly, if it's because that human being may have harmed you, friend or family, consider why. And when I say why, I don't mean the superficial reasons. I mean, what is it inside that person that may have caused that action? Because no doubt that um, answer will lie in something inside them that they are resenting, you know, and they're mirroring that resentment onto another person to bring that person down and make themselves feel better in doing so. Therefore, if you're sort of feeling the same kind of um, emotions towards them, same thoughts, then you're actually just acting out the same way. So instantly, you've actually balanced what they've done to you by showing the exact same traits yourself. Now, if you decide to actually look at whatever that person has done and see where it benefits you or benefits the greater good, you can put your soul at peace. You see, if you're worrying or angry or holding resentment, the only person who's suffering as a result is you. And I can say this because any times where I look back over anyone who's hurt myself, um, you know, my younger years before I got into all this stuff, I, I can see, you know, that it's led to some of the most beautiful times. It's led to my own personal development. So it was only later on that I decided to look from other perspectives and therefore those events no longer are perceived as negatives. In fact, you can actually be grateful for them and grateful for those people who come into your life and effectively are providing training for your mind and your soul to become wiser and to progress to the next stage of your own life. And thirdly, of course, Marcus touches on the soul given into pleasure or pain. Therefore, if we're doing something that may be not in line with the greater good, not in line with our overall mission, we are actually weakening our mind. We are allowing the soul to forget its purpose just because it needs some instant gratification. Instant gratifications in, in modern terms are all around us, you know, whether it's um, a so social events, whether it's having a drink of alcohol, um, whether it's like turning certain food in the evenings because you've had a stressful day. There again, we're giving in to that reward of pleasure. And, and the reason we often do that in modern life is because we fail to actually live by what life is telling us to do, our guiding system, our unique mission and purpose on this planet. And therefore, we get caught up in a world where we feel that we just have to get a job, earn money, to enjoy weekends, evenings, etc. So we're caught up in a cycle 
of not because we don't have that fulfillment from a mission we're seeking external pleasures because we're not enjoying what we're doing with our lives we're going against our own nature life is pretty damn amazing in directing you on a certain path however for various reasons whether it's because of what um, family or friends may think we often sort of grow, grow up and go to school university and pick our subjects and chosen career based on what our parents think rather than going by our own values therefore we're never ever firstly we'll never be as good at that career as someone who you know just really wants to do it wakes up excited to do it because they're going to be thinking about it all the time but most importantly we're not going to be fulfilled and we're more likely to then give in to those pleasures or to avoid pain. You know, we might want to sort of phone in sick because we're not enjoying work, etc. And then what do we end up doing? Spending the day seeking pleasures, whether it's food, something on TV that provokes a certain emotion, instead of actually following like our greater calling and finding that mission and doing what we're supposed to be doing on this planet to progress humanity and to in doing so reach fulfillment. And so then, of course, he touches on um, the, the soul sort of doing or saying anything false. So therefore, we're, we're, we're now going to sort of digress into values on honesty, loyalty, trust. Of course, around us, we will have others lie to us, deceive us. And that goes back to the earlier point. You know, what what's if you're resenting for that, you're only going to be harming yourself. So if you're completely happy in your being in every aspect of you you have no need to hide anything you should have no need to lie to deceive others you ultimately are completely confident in expressing yourself and who you are and then we move on to the last point which i've kind of already touched on is that if the soul ever has impulses or reactions that are basically decisions we've made that are not in line with that overall goal, then we're going to be harming the soul. Okay. So if I sort of break this down in a way of like someone having a goal or winning a sort of Olympic title. Now, if they make choices to skip training, if they make choices to go out drinking or something, because those choices are against their goal, their mission, then therefore it's going to be um, harming their soul. And of course, we can ask how those things kind of help humanity. They do, because they inspire others. You know, we've created this society today where there are so many ways and methods that we can find a life mission, that we're all individual, we're all different. There's a whole sort of constructed world of many different sort of career choices, career paths, even obviously creating your own. And when you are completely happy in yourself and you're living in accordance with nature, that strictly means that we're living in accordance to progress humanity, to chase our life mission, to work and to make decisions and actions, not for ourselves, but for the greater good. And in doing so, we bring ourselves fulfillment as well. Ultimately, everything is governed by the universe, works in a perfect harmony. And when we're grateful, therefore, for all that surrounds us, our soul works in harmony with the universe too and it fills with the things and desires that bring us fulfillment and riches in life thank you guys 